Welcome to this week's episode of Lash Biz Babes, the podcast for solo beauty business owners who want to build a full clientele and create a life and business that they truly love. My name is Erica. I'm your host. I'm a lash artist turned beauty business coach and lash educator. And before we get into this week's episode, I, of course, need to tell you guys about Lash Biz Babes conference. I'm sure a lot of you have probably heard about it at this point if you listen to the podcast or you follow me on Instagram, but in case you haven't heard about it, we are hosting a two-day virtual conference in May called Lash Biz Babes Conference, and it's going to be for solo beauty business owners. Like This is specifically created just for you. As solo owners, we face a lot of unique struggles in our industry, and And so this conference was created to be able to help you overcome those struggles, to be able to grow your business, make more money, build your clientele, make some friends in the industry, like internet friends are always the best, we know that. Um, And so you can make some internet friends and also be able to explore expanding past the service share, whether that's something that you are thinking about doing now or sometime in the future. So I will be speaking at the event as well as 13 plus other like leaders and beauty business owners and like educators, amazing people in our industry. I've like handpicked and invited people to come speak to you. Um, So we're super excited for this. End of May, it's happening. It's all online. You can get your tickets now at lashbizbabesconference.com. I'll have it linked in the show notes. Um, But I'm super excited for this. This is something I've thought about doing for a long time. So I'm really excited to be like bringing it to life to help you grow your business. So I would love to see you there. I know there's a lot of you guys who are already um, joining us for it and I can't wait. I'm super, super excited. But if you have questions on it at all, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at XOERICASHAM. That'll be linked in the show notes as well so that you can ask me any questions that you have. But that being said, let's jump into this week's episode. Um, This week I wanted to share about some different things that streamlined the clientele building process for me. So when I rebuilt my clientele in a new city, the story you hear me talk about a lot where I built my clientele in less than six months, I started, you know, we moved, I started from zero, I rented my room, had no clients, had no idea how I was going to pay like the rent for it. I was like, I'm going for it. So um, I did that, built my clientele in less than six months. Um, Nine months later, I was going on to maternity leave. I had a wait list. And then when I came back from maternity leave, um, the following January. So I went on maternity leave in October. Um, I came back to work in January. I added another lash artist into my studio to help me take clients and started building up her clientele and so on and so forth. So um, in that process, our marketing and our clientele building essentially got to the point where I was not having to play um, as much of an active role in marketing to be able to build our clientels. Um, it was a lot of clients finding us, and which made it so much easier because it didn't have to be like actively posting every single day. I didn't have to be, like I said, I didn't have to be such an active role 
um, in the clientele building process. So that's really the point that I try and help like support my coaching clients to get to is that you've built up this momentum with your marketing so much that clients are finding you super easily and you have things set up to where they're able to like find you, learn about you and become a client of yours without you necessarily having to uh, be an active role in that process every single time. So I know a lot of people get burnt out with marketing and clientele building. So that's why I feel like that this is super important important to be able to get to this point um, so that you don't have to be focused on marketing so much and you can really experience a lot less burnout with it because of that um, because you've got things set up to where clients are finding you you've got that momentum built you've got that consistency built into it so that you're able to fill those spots in your schedule no matter what but you're not having to spend so much time marketing which is awesome so a few things that streamlined that process for me. So really um, what this is about is being able to take this clientele building process of, you know, new clients being able to find you, learn about you, decide to go book with you and actually go through the booking process without you having to like answer the phone, message them back, uh, you know, like help them necessarily. Not that we don't want to help people. We do want to help people. And it's not a bad thing to be taking phone calls or taking messages or answering questions. That's not what I'm saying whatsoever. But what I am saying is that when you do have this process like streamlined to the point that it's very smooth, it's very easy, it's very understandable, it's very convenient for potential clients, you don't have to be like going back and forth in messages with them so much. You don't have to be fielding as many phone calls because they're going to be able to do it themselves. So like I was saying, there's no problem. There's nothing wrong with answering messages. There's nothing wrong with answering phone calls. We just want to get this process a little more down pat so that you don't have to spend so much time marketing yourself and you can spend more time making money and doing other things in your business or spending more time with your family because marketing is one of those things that like is a lot of us at some point or another like if you're not scheduling it into your week sometimes it can take up a lot of family time it could take up a lot of your time outside of business hours so when we can get this down pat it really helps you to be able to separate business and personal life more um, I know when I didn't have this down pat yet and I wasn't scheduling it into my week to work on these things it was kind of like I would come home from taking clients, I'd be exhausted and just done for for the day and I wanted to spend time with my kids and you know I needed to make dinner and do all these things at home but then I was like oh my gosh I gotta go post like I gotta go market myself and so that became a little bit overwhelming so that's when I really tried to start focusing on these things to be able to streamline it more so that's just a little background on like what this episode is gonna be. But the first thing is online booking. Now, I think at this point, a lot of us are probably using online booking. But if you're not, I really do highly recommend it. I avoided it for so long because I was like, ew, I don't want to do online booking. I want to be able to have control of my schedule. I want to see who's booking with me. Like, and especially when I was um, home-based uh, several years back, like, I was like, I want to make sure to, like, vet people. So it can be a little bit nerve-wracking. But the thing is that with online booking, you have a lot more control than you think you do, um, especially if you pick an online booking platform that really gives you control 
over your schedule where you can like approve or deny appointment requests um, and you can like go in and change your schedule. Uh, you can set it up custom. Like there's a lot of things that you can do with online booking. So I think that if you are having any reservations with it, it still really should be something that you look into. Um, in my opinion, I think it's really going to help you be able to take yourself out of the clientele building process. And I don't, that sounds bad, like, because you're like, oh, I need to be a part of that process. But I just mean, like, it's going to help you to where you're not having to field all the appointment inquiries necessarily. You're not going to have to field cancellations, um, reschedules, things like that. You can just refer them to your booking site and then that can take care of it for you. Honestly, it just makes clientele management so much easier. And especially as you build your clientele and you get more and more clients, it's going to make your life so much easier and help you cut out overwhelm and burnout uh, because it's going to handle that for you. It's going to organize your business for you. It's going to streamline things more for you. So it might not feel like that big of a deal when you don't have that many clients yet, like if you've got like 5, 10, 15, 20, like it might not be that bad. But as you build your clientele and you have more and more clients, 20, 30, 40 plus clients or more, like you have a lot more cancellations and no shows and um, like people wanting to reschedule or people wanting to book with you. And so that really just helps you be able to stay organized, streamline things and just have that online booking. Plus, it is so easy and convenient for clients that just top tier. But if you do have online booking already, one thing that I want you to go do today is go look at your online booking site from the view, like the perspective of a potential client. I want you to like pretend like you are a potential client who knows nothing about the services that you offer and go look at your booking site and see how understandable it is, how easy it is to use, how convenient it is to use. Because that is one thing that I notice with a lot of booking sites is that it can be really overwhelming from a potential client's perspective. Whereas like the fonts or the colors are all over the place, um, like it's not legible. And one of the big culprits here is like it's not catered to potential clients. Whereas like potential clients don't really know anything about our services. Like some of them do, yes. But like for lashes, for example, like a lot of potential clients don't know the difference between like classic, hybrid, volume, mega volume. And all they really know is the end look that they want. So you want your booking site to be set up in a way that's super understandable to potential clients. Um, and that helps them know like which one to book without having to ask you questions or without getting confused and going to someone else because I know that's like what I do for myself like if I'm looking to book with someone and I can't figure out which one to book like odds are I'm probably not going to message you I'm just going to go move on to somebody else and maybe not everyone is like that but that is a potential reality so the more easy and understandable and convenient your booking site is the better and the more bookings you're going to be able to get so that's the first one the next thing that helped me be able to streamline my booking process streamline the clientele building process was actually having a, a website now this is different than an online booking site it's like a full-on website right um, which can, as a solo owner I get it I know it can feel overwhelming but hear me out on this so when I just had a booking site 
that was not a bad thing. It worked great. I built my clientele quickly. It was awesome. But when it came to really scaling our clientele and being able to add another lash artist in and build her clientele and even just keeping my own books full, because even when we do have a lot of clients already and we are pretty booked out, we all know we get open spots sometimes. And I know that's a big struggle for a lot of us right now is like, getting open spots, people dropping off. And that's bound to happen different times of the year, different, you know, situations for your clients, depending on how things are going for them. It's not a bad thing. Like that's normal. That happens to have clients drop off, which is where having like streamlined processes and marketing strategies in place is going to help you be able to keep those book, your books full, keep those spots full no matter what, and keep that full consistently. So When it came to this, being able to keep her books full, being able to keep my books full, it really, like the website, like honestly helped so much to be able to convert clients easier without like having to be like constantly on social media marketing ourselves. Because when I first started out, like I felt like I needed to be on Instagram every single day, um, posting all the time, like you know, doing all the things that you you hear everyone saying that you need to do to build your clientele, which, you know, I was able to build my clientele by being really consistent on social media. I don't think that that's a bad thing, but being able to like step back from that process and being able to like take a break from social media without it affecting our bookings and our income really like a website really helped me be able to do that and so like I said I know it can feel overwhelming because you're like I don't even know how to build a website like I don't you know you that is something that you can hire out I personally did not hire it out um I used my booking websites like website builder I don't know if every single booking website out there has that option but when I used square I still use square actually um but I use their website builder so I think they bought out Weebly or I don't know they have some kind of partnership with them so something like that but I used like the Weebly website builder and honestly it was pretty easy to learn I feel like it's pretty user-friendly um obviously that can be a big task to be able to sit down and like build that out but I think once you get it set up like it's a lot easier to maintain after that but just to include some of the main things that you want to have in your website so first and foremost um obviously you have your online booking in there that's a given but having an about page. So it gives a little bit about you, a little bit about your background um, and like your professional background. Like what are your certifications? Where'd you go to school? Like letting them get to know you a bit. Um, And then also what you want to talk about is like your brand, your personal brand, because like whether you realize it or not, when you're building your clientele, you are also growing a brand for your business. And that really comes down to the way that you talk about your business. So I teach a lot about this in a lot of my courses. But just to give you like the simplified version of it, uh, the TLDR of it, I guess you could say, um, is that really there's different levels of clients out there. You know, there's clients who are looking for like just the cheapest lashes they can find. There's clients who are looking for like, um, you know, someone who's really good quality and they're willing to pay whatever to be able to get what they want in return, right? Um, to be able to get good retention or whatever it might be. And then there's all kinds of, you know, clients in between and reasons why they're picking different types of lash artists or service providers. And so the way that you are talking about your business determines what level of clients you're calling in, what kind of clients you're attracting in. So if you're finding yourself attracting a lot of people who are like, oh my gosh, you're too expensive, then you might 
reconsider the way that you are positioning yourself in your marketing, the way you're positioning your branding, the way you're talking about yourself. Because if you're like, oh my gosh, like I've got a deal going on, like I don't charge an arm and a leg, like there's nothing wrong with saying that, but you're going to attract clients who are deal seekers. Whereas if you were talking about, hey, I've got really great retention, I do a really good job with my clients, this is why coming to me is going to be awesome, this is, you know, for me, it was like, I use a recliner that's so dang comfortable. Our clients freaking love it. And that really attracted clients who wanted those things and were willing to pay more in return for them. So that just gives you a little bit of, of insight. Whereas like branding, your messaging, your positioning, how that sets you up in the market to be able to attract the kind of clients that you want. And with beauty services, to be able to create a stable income, this is really important because we need to be able to attract clients who can afford the ongoing expense of our services. So we really want to be attracting clients who can afford that and that really plays into being able to market yourself and brand yourself talk about your business in a way where it attracts a higher level of clientele or at least clients who can you know afford that ongoing expense that's going to be really important um and so with this i feel like i'm kind of going off on a little bit of a tangent here but it's good it's good information it's going to help you so on your website, this is going to be important because you want to be talking about your brand. You want to be talking about your business in a way that's going to attract these kinds of clients in. So you want to be talking about the great things that you do for your clients, your strengths as a business, like what really great things are going to make them want to come to you, what sets you apart from others. And it literally does not matter if someone else has that same strength or someone else has that same thing. Like I talked up our recliners on how comfortable they were in our marketing all the time I was on our website like that was something that was like one of our strong points was like client comfort other people in my area have client of recliners too they have comfortable beds but I did not care that's still something that I was talking about and that's gonna be the same for you it does not matter if you think someone else doesn't better if it doesn't matter if some you think someone else might have a more comfortable setup if yours is comfortable if that's something your clients like talk about it Use that as a strong point. Talk about it on your website. Talk about it in your content. Talk about it in your marketing. Like that is so important to being able to attract higher level clients and like those dream clients to you. Um, so there's a lot more that goes into branding and like marketing and your messaging and positioning and all that. But that just gives you like a short, sweet version of it to where, you know, when you're creating a website, you're going to want to be able to tie those pieces into it, tie those messaging points into what you're writing about your business on your website. So about section, you know, make sure you're tying in your personal branding, um, obviously your services, put your services on there. You can do a frequently asked questions page. That is really awesome. Any questions you get asked frequently about your services, put that on there, give them a good answer, educate them on it. So for lashes, like aftercare, how long is it going to last? When do I need to come in for fills? Is it going to damage my natural lashes? Like those are commonly asked questions. So put those on there. Um, so obviously you have your homepage. That's where you can be talking a lot about your business, your branding, um, you know, your client experience, what's great about coming to you, things like that. You have your services on there. Make sure it's detailed. Make sure it's understandable like we were talking about a little earlier. Um, and your about page, you can have a frequently asked questions page. You can put your policies on your website. That is a good thing to do. Have those listed out on there. Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head what else I had on our website. 
Um, but that gives you just a little bit of an overview. And the most important thing there is like your branding. So you really want to be able to get let people get to know you as a service provider while simultaneously getting to know the services that you offer um, and really helping that be able to stand out in your area. And one little tip and trick for website building that I personally utilize is making sure that it flows. So when someone looks at a page, by the time they get to the end of it, like where are they going to go to next? Always want to have like a link or a button or something that leads them into the next like place to go. Um, So that's just like they don't get to the end of the page and there's nothing else to like click on or go to and then they just like hop off. So keep it flowing. Keep them going from one page to the next. I know there's there's a lot more that goes into website building than that, but that's just a little bit of an overview. And honestly, I really do feel like it helped us build our clientele easier and be able to convert clients easier uh, without having to like be such an active participant in that process or like always having to be on social media, right? So a website, that was super beneficial. The next one is Google My Business. I've talked about this on the podcast before. It's incredible for your business. It is a free listing on Google. Um, it gets your website, not your website, it gets your business listed on Google Maps, which is awesome. You can also list your business on Apple Maps. Side note, you have to register them both in different spots. So you make sure to do both of them. Both are helpful. I think Google was more beneficial for me than Apple, but you know, just having it on both is a good thing. Uh, but Google My Business, it's a free thing. You can literally Google like Google My Business and it will pop up. It'll walk you through the steps of setup. Um, I do have like a little mini masterclass on this. It's $27. So if you want to grab that, I'll put it in the show notes too. Um, But it helps you be able to walk through how to set it up, how to make sure you have the right content on there, um, the right keywords on there to be able to get found in searches and just really getting it set up well um, and thoroughly. Uh, But Google My Business, that is incredible. Clients can leave reviews. You have your booking site. And the really great thing about... Um, your booking site or your website. But the really great thing about Google My Business is the difference between that and Instagram is like on Instagram, yes, you do sometimes have clients who are looking for you and finding you um, when they're specifically looking for a service provider. But this is like what's the great part about Google is that every client who finds you on Google has already decided to have this service done. They are likely just looking for somebody to book with. So if they can find you on Google, they're more likely to book with you um, because they're ready to book. They've got their credit card out there ready to go. So it makes it a really great place to be marketing yourself because people are already looking for service providers on there. And with Google My Business, it's a lot easier to get found because you pop up. You know, like when you search something in your town, like if you're looking for like a restaurant or a hair salon or whatever, and you Google that and it will pop up with a little map at the top of the screen and it will show you different like establishments like that on the map in your area. That's where your business will pop up when you're listed on Google My Business. Now, there's a lot more that goes into this on like rankings and how to get found higher and how to get it set up to where it's optimized well. So that's what I go over in the little mini masterclass that I have. But if you're not on Google My Business, I highly recommend getting on there. And like I said, it's a free thing that Google does. So I would get that set up today um, if you don't already have it. But if you do have it and it's not working, you're not getting clients from it. 
definitely go in and like look at what you've got on there make sure it flows make sure it's understandable make sure um you know it's linked to your website like there's some different things that you can be doing to make sure to get found more in search results and get bookings from it Um, but other than google my business the next thing that really can help you be able to streamline your clientele building process is having optimized pages now, like I, there's a lot that goes into this as well. I teach about this in some of my courses, but really the main thing with optimized pages is that your pages, like whether this is Facebook, Google, Instagram, whatever other platform you might be using, the point of this is that your page is set up to where people can, potential clients in your area can find you. And then once they find your page, they can go through that process of learning about your business and finding that information that they need to know about you and booking with you without having to message you, call you, ask questions or anything like that. We want to be able to have it flow from step to step to step and have it set up well so where it's easy and it's convenient for them to go through that process and it converts clients for you easily. That's the thing here is that they can find you and be converted into a client. It's all there for them already. So I'm just going to use Instagram as an example. I feel like a lot of us use Instagram. Um, I got the most clients from Instagram. So just as a good example to where, um, so like an optimized page on Instagram. And and this can be applied to really any platform. I'm just going to use this as an example But really, when people find you on Instagram or on, you know, another platform, if they are ready to book an appointment, they're trying to find somebody to book with, there's specific information that they're looking for about service providers, right? And it's going to be different based on the person because, like I said, there's different levels of clients out there, different things that they are looking for. Um, You know, they have different budgets. They have... Uh, different availability, things like that. So there's some of it that might be out of your control, but there's a lot that is within your control. So you want to make sure, A, your location is listed. That is so, like, you've got to have that on there because people need to know if you're in their area. That's like one of the very first things they're probably going to look for. And if they can't figure out if they're in, if you're in their area really easily, they're probably going to move on pretty quickly. So you've got to make sure your location's on there. Uh, the services that you provide, you've got to make sure it's pretty obvious, um, you know, what you do, your services, um, how to book with you. I know that seems like oh, not a big deal. They can just message me. But the easier you can make it, the more obvious you can make it, the better. Um, I think also having optimized highlight bubbles on Instagram is a really great way to convert clients easily because they can just go through your highlight bubbles and find that information that they're looking for, whether that's availability or pricing or service details, um, things about you, pictures of your work like there's so many different things that you can do with your highlight bubbles to optimize it to where they can basically just go through your highlight bubbles and like convert into a client but you also have to remember the fact that sometimes when people find you on social media they're clicking straight into your booking link and they might not even look at the highlights um, I know I personally am someone who does that so you still want to make sure you have all that optimized information about you and your services on your booking site as well um, just to make sure that no matter where they're looking for you at they're able to find that information but essentially you want it to be able to have them 
get to know you. So you want to have your name on your pages, not just your business name, but your name, the services that you offer, where you're located, and how to book with you. Those are like the four basic minimum things you want on all of your social media pages or website, booking site, wherever you're trying to get clients from. Um, I think having your own name on there is a really good personal touch and way to connect with people to, it's not just a business. It's kind of like, you know, how big brands will have like a spokesperson because it puts like a face behind the business and it brings that human to human connection in. And that's the same thing that we can do when we are posting pictures of our faces and putting our own names on our social media pages and such. So that gives you a little bit of insight behind like having an optimized page. You've got those things on there so that when they find you, um, you know, local potential clients find you online, they're able to find, you know, who, who is this? What services do they offer? Where are they located? How can I book with them? How can I get more information about them? Like find these things that I'm looking for. So having that set up really well, I've personally, you know, we're getting ready to move right now. My family is. So I've been looking for new service providers and I'm finding this a lot where it's just kind of like DM me or like there's no location or there's very little like information. It just has like a price highlight bubble and like pictures of their work, which that's not necessarily a bad thing, but that's definitely going to price or attract people based on just your prices. So if you don't want to get price shopped, you got to give them more to go off of, right? Um, and when you have that really optimized page, they're really able to get to know you as a person. They're able to get to know your brand. They're able to book with you easy. They're able to get that information that they need about you. And that really helped us be able to streamline the clientele building process. So I just want to do this as a quick episode today, really show you some insight on being able to streamline the clientele building process and take yourself out of it a bit more to where you're not having to spend as much time marketing yourself, but you're still able to uh, really get all those bookings to keep it consistent. But keep in mind that this does take consistency. It does take time and building up the momentum to get to this point. Um, And so it's really getting all your social media set up well to where it is optimized. It's getting your website set up well. It's getting your booking site set up well. It's doing that legwork to make sure that it's optimized. It's searchable. It's getting found in searches, um, you know, building your brand on there, getting, letting people get to know you. Like it does take time and effort to get to that point and get those things set up. But once you have it set up really well and you stay consistent with it, it really takes not that much time to market yourself and people are able to find you really easily. So it's really about building that marketing momentum. So if you have questions on anything from today, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I love talking to you guys about these things. Um, but also, if you are working on building your clientele, like Lash Biz Babes Conference, it's going to be amazing. You're going to want to be there. Um, Wednesday Wood, she's going to be there talking about personal branding. So, you know, branding like we've been talking about today. Uh, Kayla Hertz from um, Educated Artistry Podcast or KK Artistry. Um, she's going to be coming and talking about client attraction on social media. So a lot of things that we've been talking about today you're going to be able to learn in depth at Lash Biz Babes Conference as well. So I would love to see you there, but I hope this was helpful for you guys today and really just give you some insight on building that marketing momentum and the client attraction in your business. So have a great week. Thank you for being here. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. And if this was helpful, if you love the podcast, please leave us a review and I will see you guys again next week.